Hello and welcome back to Good Book Boys. We've got Good Book Boy number one, Alex Gates, how are you? And Good Book Boy number two, me, Josh Underhill, back at it again, here to give you some more uh, reviews about some good books. Good books, but not always good books on this show. We learnt that on the first episode, but uh, a little bit of a spoiler alert, it can only go up from there. Or so you'd think. What book are we talking about today, Alex? Our good book for today, good book boy number two, is Less, a novel by Andrew Sean Greer, uh, famously the winner of the Pulitzer Prize for Fiction in 2018. Now, this was your selection this week. It was. Uh, was that little gold dot indicating the winner of the Pulitzer the reason you selected this book? Or have you had you heard something about it? Was it a, a No, rumor? I had only... That was definitely part of the appeal because apparently this um, Pulitzer gentleman uh, is renowned for uh, picking good books and we are the good book boys. So that was definitely a tick in the favour of Less by Andrew Shaw and Greer. But um, I was literally in um, Farrell's, my local bookery, yes, looking around the, the, the new release fiction, trying to find something that would be a, you know appropriate choice for this podcast. Um, it was my turn to choose. And I had seen this cover before and I found it quite engaging. I, yeah, I really enjoyed it too. I really liked the cover there, and I really, I thought reading the 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 blurb on the back, I thought this will make quite a a a big change from our previous book, which was The Porpoise by Mark Haddon. Mark Haddon, yes. Um, so that was my rationale for choosing it, and you know what? Not too thick, uh, so uh, <laughs> you can finish it easily. So that's definitely a plus. Definitely a plus. Now, for those who are listening at home, I'll just quickly describe the cover of the book, seeing as we did just mention that that mm. was part of the reason why we selected it. It's got a nice sky blue, would you say, mm, is the main color, uh, the main colorway. We've got our main character, Les, uh, kind of falling through the sky. Um, in his uh, cl- iconic blue suit. In his iconic blue suit, uh, trying frantically to write the rest of his story. He's got his shoe coming off. Uh, it is quite a... Uh, engaging uh, front cover. Made me feel excited to read it. Definitely. And uh, our blurb reads as follows. Who says you can't run away from your problems? Arthur Less is a failed novelist about to turn 50. A wedding invitation arrives in the post. It is from an ex-boyfriend of nine years who is engaged to someone else. Arthur can't say yes. It will be too awkward. He can't say no. It would look like defeat. So he begins to accept the invitations on his desk to half-baked literary events around the world. From France to India, Germany to Japan, Arthur almost falls in love, almost falls to his death, and puts miles between him and the plight he refuses to face. Less is a novel about mishaps, misunderstandings, and the depth of the human heart. Ooh, good stuff. Ooh, it makes a lot of promises. Did it fulfill those promises? I think it did. Um, now, I, I'm going to have to admit that I did not read the blurb. I, I have a <laughs> habit of not reading blurbs. I, I look at the cover and then I get an, a, a gauge on the genre. And then that's about all I look into. Mm-hmm. Um, for this one, interestingly, the, the, genre was, the genre was gay fiction. I noticed that <laughs> as well. So, I, I had some questions about what that was supposed to mean. I've never read a book that... Uh, totes itself as a gay fiction novel mm. um, but I think that that isn't a great way of describing it um, mm-hmm. the main character is gay and it does feature but I think that it's a really well from that from that perspective I think it's a really well well written piece it mm. kind of uh, just shows the perspective of uh, Arthur Less 
just like he's any other any human other being, and it doesn't feature as a main uh, kind of plot device. Now, I only took a cursory glance at Andrew Sean Greer's um, Wikipedia page. Yeah, so I, I haven't read anything else by him. Yeah, so I can't give you too much information about him. Did you get the sense that this was, in quite a lot of ways, autobiographical? I could see that. I could definitely see that. It's definitely from the first person's p- perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, so that makes it that would make it easy to kind of instill your own kind of personality into that. Yeah, and Les is a novelist, mm-hmm. and you know, quite a lot of it deals with, I guess, the struggles of doing that, especially you know, at at maybe at middle age. Did you enjoy it? I really did. I found this a really enjoyable read. Um, something that was different about this book than a lot of books that I've been reading, certainly this year, is that it, uh, I don't want to say the word harmless, but there was nothing in it that was uh, kind of emotionally intense in the sense that... A clear break from the porpoise. Yes, exactly. So I, I really enjoyed I thought it was a really um, uplifting story mm-hmm. um and it was a joy to read i i, I loved reading I, I devoured it in about a week um and was kind of a bit sad when it was over wow fantastic what did you think there is a scene um in which arthur talks about the rejection of his latest novel yes he's written something um that isn't picked up by the publisher and he's talking to his friend about it and his friend says is your novel just about a uh, white, gay, middle-aged man who suffers a lot? And Arthur says, yes. And um, his friend says, your reader can't feel sorry for somebody like that. And that, I thought, couldn't describe my feelings towards the character of Les himself any better. I really, really did not see the appeal of Arthur Les. Yep. What did why why did you like Arthur Les the character? I did. Mm-hmm. Um, I I do see how he is kind of a bit of an empty vehicle in the sense mm-hmm. that he didn't have any uh, extreme uh, reactions to things or points of view or uh, emotions to yeah, things absolutely. that were happening around yeah. him. Um, so in that sense. It was definitely, like you said, just a middle-aged gay man, you know. Sauntering about the world. Sauntering about the world. Yeah. Um, and you're quite right. It is, harmless is definitely the word for this book. I would say it is offensively harmless. Ooh. I didn't enjoy this book. Okay. I, um, and I think a lot of that comes down to this character who I just didn't relate to on one stage, but yep. he didn't endear himself to me by any extent um you know he has all these flings you know on his overseas trip you know and and so much of you know the narration which we won't spoil who is narrating but it comes you know it comes back down to oh how could you not love arthur less like of course i'm in love with arthur less how could you not be i was not in love with arthur less i found him i can't think of another word besides boring he wasn't rude he wasn't obnoxious but neither was he charming or or self-deprecating or not this this lovable champion that I think I'm perhaps meant to view him as. And as a result, through all his travels, I just found that I didn't really care. Didn't really care. What yeah. happened to him? I yeah, I I definitely felt that his attempt at 
struggling with the book particularly mm. um, and with being a writer and all these comparisons to uh, quote-unquote people of genius in, yes. in yes. the area was a little bit hard to swallow because in essence he's still a successful writer. Like it, not not maybe not a successful successful writer but he's still writing and, and that's, that's what he's doing. Yeah. So it, that kind of stuff <laughs> I did just glance over and thought was a bit... I mean, is it fair to have him described as, as a success as a failed writer when he's going to all these events in his capacity as a writer? Yeah, exactly. Which is like more he, than he, most people reading the book will get to achieve. That was definitely one of the things I was th- I was thinking. One of the letdowns for me about the book that kind of links into what what you found so hard was that he um, he didn't have any other job or anything, and yeah. he was in his fifties. Yeah, and it sounded like he'd not done anything else in his over the last thirty years, which to me isn't a failed writer. That's yeah, that's, that's a run of the mill. What most people's I think vision most people of a successful very happy with is. that. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Um, and I mean, uh, I guess the, you know this this the main struggle he's trying to overcome is is this this his ex partner's uh, marriage to his new husband. Yeah. Um, but I I mean I found it I I don't know I I found it quite hard to sympathize with him. You know. Uh, um. Or to to relate to his struggle, and you know, y- you said um, it doesn't necessarily have to qualify as a piece of gay fiction. I wonder if you know I'm missing out from some of this experience because I'm not a gay middle-aged man. You know, I'm 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 straight and I'm con- considerably younger than than Arthur Less is. But I the these u- unique takes he has on he encounters about you know relationships and being gay and growing old as a gay person. I, I mean, I found it interesting, but it didn't endear me to the character yep. at all. Yeah. So as a result, um, I, I was I was happy to finish the book. Uh, in stark contrast to you, entirely different to uh, the porpoise. Yes, um, definitely. And unenjoyable for me, but for entirely different reasons. There was no shortage of emotional uh, bombardment yep. in, in in last episode's book. Um, this there was a startling, dare I say offensive lack, lack. Of, of struggle <laughs> for me. So that's my take on Less by Andrew Sean Greer. That is very interesting. Um, yeah, well, I, I enjoyed it as a kind of departure from some of the intensity of books that I've been reading of, mm-hmm. of late. Mm-hmm. I thought the prose was quite mm-hmm. um, uh, adequate, mm-hmm. uh, good in parts even, or <laughs> yeah. outstanding in parts, I should wow. say. Um, and... Yeah, I can definitely see where you're coming from. There was there was a bit of a, a lack of endearment to the character and, and reason to care about um, most of the things that happened to him. Um, but I guess I just enjoyed walking around the globe with him for, yeah, for a week. Yeah, and I thought that was sort of, you know, a, a, a really interesting premise, um, him getting to explore the globe. Um, as sort of an escape, but through this lens a, as a writer, you know, he's, everything he does is, is in a connection to him being a writer, whether it's to interview another famous author or to um, attend a, a panel or a function yep. as a writer or to see another writer. Um, and yeah, you're quite right. His descriptions were quite good. Um, you know, the prose he laid out describing how it feels to walk through these cities, very vivid, very sort of engaging, anecdotal. Um, but again, I, I, I guess I was just lost. You know, I found myself not really, not really engaging with that yep. because once again, I, I, I didn't relate to the character. 
whatsoever. Um, so, dare I say, dare I ask Josh, would you recommend Less, Less by Andrew Sean Greer? I think, on the whole, I would. Uh, if you have a summer vacation coming up, or a long weekend, or just some time where you want to chill out, have nothing overly offensive or mm. uh, emotionally draining mm. come at you from the pages, definitely pick up less, borrow it from your local library, give it a read. I thought it was pleasant. Do you know what I was expecting? What were you expecting? One of the best contemporary fiction books I've read in the past, uh, that I've ever read, yep. was A Gentleman in Moscow. Uh, yeah. I won't, won't deviate by talking into that book too much, but there was a character yep. that you really loved that yep. you really liked and you really found quite charming. I just think that's what was lacking here. And as a result, I'm afraid I must award a pass or a thumb down to Less by Andrew Sean Greer. Andrew, it's nothing personal, but just Again, like... Again, when this review hits. I know, Andrew is going to be <laughs> very disappointed. Maybe he'll become the failed writer that he was trying to write. I think he projected a lot of ins- his insecurities, <laughs> and you know what? He was quite right to do it. I'm becoming the uh, Simon Cowell of this of this book review podcast. Um, or if you will, uh, for our Australian fans, the Ian Dicko Dixon. There's a throwback for you. Any chance we can do a podcast reviewing uh, early seasons of Australian Idol? I'm open to it. All right, clear your schedule because we've got a lot of watching to do. Uh, Joshy, what are you? Uh, what are you reading at the moment? Uh, at the moment, I am reading a book called "The Sellout" mm-hmm. by Paul Beatty or Betty. Mm-hmm. Can't quite work out the pronunciation on that. I'm about halfway through. It's. Uh, it was a winner of some sort of award. Is if this, I had the book in front of me, this is fiction. This is fiction. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I could tell you in 2016. Might have been the Man Booker or something. Don't quote me on that. Um, Was he a man or a book? Uh, this is a book, uh, but inside the book is a man. Okay. <laughs> no, hang on. Slow down. I think you lost me here. Um, yeah, this this book is really interesting. Um, it's it's about uh, race in America. Um, and like the Grand Prix. I'm just finding it. <laughs> very <laughs> I'm just finding it very interesting. Um, because that's not something that we have a huge amount of exposure to over here in Australia, to the degree in which it is uh, an issue over there. Yes. And it's interesting that books can sometimes open our eyes to experiences of people completely different to us. Or, in the case of Less by Andrew Sean Greer, they can completely isolate you. <laughs> but that's, that's good. Um, what are you reading at the moment, Alex? I'm currently reading a book called um, On Cinema, At the Cinema, uh, The Complete Collection or The Collection 2010-2019. I can't really sort of... It's, 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 it's sort of a guide to a web series made by comedians um, Tim Heidecker of um, Tim and Eric fame and... Um, Greg Turkington, in which they play themselves and they review movies. And from this web series um, spun this amazing, sprawling multimedia universe set within, you know, th- this this continuity that these these two comedians have created. And this is sort of a um, a guide to, to that that whole world, um, which treats it all as like deadly serious, as if it's it's, it's real. Um, 
sort of a hard concept to explore, but definitely uh, <laughs> straddles the line somewhere between fiction and non-fiction in that regard. But I am very excited to uh, get a text from you later in the week de- declaring your declaring our next uh, fiction piece to read for episode three. Uh, do you have something in mind? I don't at this point, mm. but I will definitely get on it. Mm-hmm. Um, eventually, in one of these podcasts, we will uh, have the next one ready to go yeah, so that we can um, plug that one but it gives it gives you the reader a sense of the the danger and uncertainty that we live our lives in every day of the definitely week. what are we going to read will it be good will it be bad will we agree on what Who knows <laughs> we <laughs> haven't knows? that's what we're yeah we have agreed we agreed the first episode yeah, we, agreed. we both will we both find a book we like maybe next week maybe, maybe not. not who knows <laughs> yeah you are gonna have to tune in next time mm-hmm. to find out but in the meantime, Alex, is there anything that you were doing on the internet, on the analog, anything out there that uh, the analog people should be <laughs> keeping their eye on? Uh, well, you can follow me as always on Latteratia underscore. That's L A T T Ratia underscore <laughs> for a glimpse into the uh, beverages I'm drinking and the uh, books that I am reading. Um, and not reviewing um, get through a hell of a lot of pages um, and as always uh, Josh uh, the, the, the bringing the, the world of jazz to a wider audience is, uh, is an ongoing project for you it is although somehow it feels like the audience is getting smaller and smaller well we talked about the possibility of um, Instagram having some sort of anti-jazz um, algorithm yeah I think that's definitely the case they, mm. anything jazz they just want to get rid of it Zuckerberg's more of a fan of um, what's, the opposite, what's the opposite of jazz dad rock <laughs> Nickelback <laughs> Nickelback yeah that's, that's the opposite of it. yeah but um, we can still find you on Jazz Time with Bosch. Jazz Time with Bosch, uh, which is at Hot Cup of Jazz on Instagram. So come along, check out some sick music. Mm. Until next time, we are the Good Book Boys. And we look forward to bringing you another good book. Thanks for listening.